0: Welcome to Let's Talk About It. This is episode two of series one. To episode two featuring Anthony. Anthony and I met in an office building where I made him multiple coffees a day. He is another repeat Mobro who's passionate about the camaraderie of the event and the cause. We talked a lot about this connection guys need to acknowledge and support each other. Anthony, how are you this evening? Oh, I'm very, very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Thank you for joining me for episode two of the podcast about Movember.
1: That's quite all right, mate. I'm, I'm really, really happy to be here. Thank you for thinking of me.
0: Oh, no problem. Because I have seen that you know all of your posts about your Mo space over the years, so I thought, yeah. uh, why not? Let's have a chat uh, and get the word out there a little bit more. And start by asking: at this point of the month, uh, how would you describe your Mo progress?
1: um it looks like an appalachian caterpillar has died on my top lip
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: it, it, it's it's not it's not as majestic as i would have liked um this year i decided to full, fully fully embrace the um the rules. um in the years gone by i've i've taken a runner uh, okay yeah yeah something like that but um, this year I felt that it was important to stay true. and um, now you've got the caterpillar. I I think I think, I think we'll get we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: Myself, it's getting a little bit um, it's just past the dirty stage. It's kind of into the itchy stage now actually. Um, so <laughs> I actually won't mind uh, shaving it. It's not a, a natural yeah, right. feeling for me, but um, uh, it's for a good I- cause.
1: Yeah, that's right. At, at at work, they're thinking about contributing to the donations to ensure that I shave it at the end.
0: Oh, yeah, to make sure that it's gone and you <laughs> yeah. don't keep trying to hound people for money.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh,
0: we mentioned, I mentioned just at the start, that I've seen you for a few years now posting stuff about Movember. Uh, how many times have you participated?
1: I think I'm on my fifth year now.
0: Nice, fifth year straight?
1: Um, yeah, I think so, Yeah. I think right. uh, the first year was um, when you and I met, just it happened to be coincidental. Yep. Uh, we, were, we were working in the same office, and that's when I, I decided that it was probably a good time.
0: It's good to start with people around you. Like I think we did it the same year when we worked together, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's good to do it, even if you're not on a team, Um, It's good to do it with other people who are around doing it, going through the same thing in terms of attempting to grow a moustache, but also, you know, that that bro feeling with the other Mo bros.
1: Absolutely. I mean, look, I think that it kind of boils down to, like, a few fundamental things, right? So um, male solidarity and camaraderie, you're working together, um, identifying that, you know, you're you're all kind of in, in it together in a way. It sounds weird, but it's kind of good to belong to a, like a wider a wider group that's that's trying to make an impact.
0: Yeah, and, and I think yeah. um, you're right in terms of that solidarity uh, and that mateship and a group of bros working together because I think in terms of men's mental health, that kind of connection with other men is such a valuable thing um, to kind of help Men right. to work through stuff.
1: Definitely, I think that um, we're currently we're living in a world where we're allowed to be more um, vocal and allowed to be more aware of our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And, Certainly, um, I think that even just like we said, you know, the first time that we gave it a crack, I don't think I was part of an official team. I wasn't raising donations. What I was trying to do was almost just like raise awareness right and yeah. that that solidarity that belonging that dr- drawing attention to whatever it might be has kind of like been the underlying factor for for my contribution and, and what and how I feel about it arguably it's 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 an incredibly passive thing for me to be able to do right so i can just you know let this slug yeah. this slug grow on the top of my lip and every time somebody has to look at my, my my broken yoke, then they they understand why and what I'm doing.
0: And well, and I think that, and in my episode with Andy, we talked about the ease of growing a moat. Like it's not a challenging thing. We're not asking anyone <laughs> to run ten k or climb all of the steps of the MCG. Um, you know. The hair on our top lip, for most of us, there are those of us follicly challenged in the facial department. <laughs> right, um, yeah. You know, it grows naturally, and so it's a fairly easy thing to get into, and it is a passive thing, like you mentioned. But yeah. it is a very obvious thing um, that people can see, can comment on, and can understand.
1: Well, see, Lee, there's there's a flip side to it as well, right? So the way I see it is that it's it it's two sides of the same coin. In the passive nature of, of growing a mustache, maybe just trimming it up or shaving my face so it accentuates it, right? If we're going to get into the nitty like yep. that's that's quite passive, right? But then on the other side, that alone is not going to do or change anything. Uh, wait, no, I take that back. It will it will make us aware, but but there is a far more active approach as well, and that's that's the the well, for lack of a better word, the active. Um, Donation that we're seeking from yeah. our friends, families, and co-workers.
0: Well, um, I think that that's true. It, it, it's there's certainly that active part of it and that activism, I guess, in terms of mm. the cause that we're all um, trying to raise awareness for. But that that passiveness um, lends itself to the the ease of things um, yep. and the accessibility of yeah. Movember as. An effort, um, and then you know that ease of getting into it makes it really effective and really common, which then enhances that ability to be active um, and to start those conversations and to hit those people up for the funds.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, cause like every 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 bit is going to make a difference. Every bit, every bit, every that can contribute, right, has the ability to impact. One other person, five other people, hundred other people, whatever it might be, and I, this kind of comes back to maybe a, a maybe it's it's a question that you're going to ask me coming up, but like, what the like why like really what's the motivating factor? Is it
0: yeah? Why November?
1: Why November? Right? And my my reasons are because I feel as a man living today there's not really any kind of um, sympathy or sympathetic notion towards things like our mental health. Not that there's none, but there's, like, I've never never felt the support that potentially other members of society would have. You know, there was always that. Yeah, I think uh, there's still,
0: as much as as you've mentioned, There we're in a time now where it is much easier to talk about things and acknowledge things and be open. There isn't that sympathy. There is still that little hangover of, you know, guys are just gonna get it done, men are just yep. gonna suck it up. Um, yep. and yep. deal with deal stuff with it, as men stuff. do. It's
1: that deal with it mentality, you know, this is the this is the, the, the hand that you've been dealt. Yes. This is this is what it means to be a man. Your emotions don't matter. Your your anxieties, the things that keep you up at night, it's just a part of what it is to really be a man. And men just
0: get their, you know, men are tough and, you know, put the tough front on um, and keep going.
1: Yeah, well, look, mate, I've got to be honest, I am quite tough, right? Uh, Yeah,
0: (laughs) I know that. but, But
1: there are still those little things that plague us, right? And I think that, no, I don't think, I know the reason that I do this and I know the reason that I'm vocal about it with my friends and family and co-workers and, you know, anybody else that will listen. It's because... Like it, it, anything that we can do to help change the way that we interact with our common man, I use that term broadly. Yep. women however it is. for the better is is something that, that 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 if you can you should in this capacity, right now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna redirect the River Nile to help build the pyramids. I'm not going you know climb Everest in the name of something else. This is something I can do. this is something that fits into my lifestyle and something that I'm passionate about as well. Um, and I think that those things kind of intertwine because, you know, the level of effort and activity that has to go into something, as much as you feel strongly about it, sometimes it doesn't really align with 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 life, right? And for argument's sake, that we've been we've been organising this this catch up for a while, we've had to delay because yeah. life gets in the way. Yeah. And I think that's a that's a, a good a, a good a good connection between the two as well.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, it all comes back to the cause in itself. And, you know, one of the reasons, and, you know, we've touched on it a couple of times now, is the, the accessibility of it as a cause, the commonality of it in terms of we all know a bloke, whether it's ourselves or someone else, a mate, a brother, an uncle, a father who has had health issues, whether they be physical or mental, And so, you know, the accessibility combined with the reach of the issue um, to me makes this, you know, a cause that I keep coming back to. I haven't done five years in a row, but I think I'm on my fifth time, you know, with a couple of years break in yeah. between each one. But it is one that I keep coming back to and outside of November, an issue and a cause that I talk about um, regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll move we'll move on. Um yep. to my next one. Um you've ticked the first four. We've already chatted about them, that's good. So talking about obviously mental health as is the focus of what I'm doing in this podcast. How are you at the moment? How am I? Yes.
1: Um well, I mean it's a pretty loaded question. I mean I could divulge as much as I want, I guess. Yeah. I I'm actually I'm actually all right. You know, um Good. There are a couple of things in my life that could be better. Um, you know, I, I met the Love of My Life a few years ago when due to some some plans that we're trying to make that we're apart currently. So she's she's abroad, she's furthering her studies in order to be able to come back and build a life together. Um, and that's difficult. You know, that Yeah. That's tough. But you know, I, Aside from from the obvious, I mean, I'm all right,
0: man. Generally, yeah, a good yeah. place.
1: I think so. It's taken it's taken a couple of years. I mean, there was a lot of um, inconsistencies in my life. There was a lot of turmoil. There was a lot of.
0: Um, well, and I lot think
1: a lot, lot of things I could have done better. You know, and well,
0: you mentioned like inconsistencies, and I think that's a thing that needs to be acknowledged in terms of the effect on our mental health yeah. is, you know, we're all, you know, working to set ourselves up in whatever way that be, whether it be life relationships, career, and there will be inconsistencies. There will be bumps in the road. There will be things that get in the way. And there will be, as you were saying, things you could have done better. There will be things that we get wrong um, and things that we need to have another go at. Um, but I think it like it seems like you've stuck with it, um, and you know you've gotten through to what seems like a point where you're going going to be you know quite well set up and quite settled.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, but it, as I said, it's it's been a journey. There was um, you know, m- my my late twenties were a, a little bit a little bit haphazard. I was jumping from job to job. I wasn't really sure where I was going to be. I I travelled a lot. Quite extensively, I, you know, uh, didn't didn't really have any goals or desires to really make anything, and then there was really no kind of um, there's a societal push, right? You know, like oh, you know, you got to find someone settled down, buy a house, all that kind of normal stuff that you know we we profess to be. Yeah. And then that, that ambiguity around it and that, that loss of motivation and all those kind of things kind of help push you further and further down a spiral of unknowing. And um, like I said, it, it took a bit of time to really <clears throat> find myself back on my feet, have a, have a better relationship with the people around me, with my family, with with friends, all that kind of stuff. And so now and here, here's the thing, right? I didn't have help and support and that's probably why it took so long. Um, yeah. It took probably about 8 years, right? And
0: do you think thinking, um do you think there was not support available or you weren't aware of how to come about that support?
1: Also, I didn't feel like it was probably the the manly thing to do.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, that and that's what uh, Andy and I talked about again. Um, is that stigma around taking that step and acknowledging um, the issues that you're facing is still something that's around um, and too prevalent um, and I'm sure is stopping, as it seems to have done with you, stopping many people from taking that step uh, onto a better path.
1: Right. You're right. I mean, it's like sometimes you know what, every now and then I actually still try to have the conversation with close friends and um, some of them don't have the EQ, do you know what I mean, about how to interact with one another. Like, I I called a buddy of mine, I was having a bit of a rough patch um, about five months ago because it still happens, right? It doesn't matter where you are, who you are, right? it it happened to me last weekend. Yeah. Um, And I tried to have a conversation with him, but he he wasn't... um, very empathic. He didn't have, like I said, that EQ. So I, I told him my, my challenges and I didn't want a solution per se. I just wanted to talk it through, you know? Have, have a, yeah. have a, have a convo with my mate. And he tried as best as he could because he, he probably has never done it before. And he kept slipping back into almost drawing up a, uh, like a to-do list of how to fix it. And it's like, mate,
0: this isn't, it's not a fixing thing. I'm just Well, I think and I've heard to this talk to you I've it. heard this talked about a lot in terms of men's mental health is that men seem to naturally be the fixers. Yeah. We aren't the talkers. Um and so if a problem is there, you know, hunter gatherer style, provider style, yeah. Um, yeah. the man will be the one who wants to fix it. Um, yeah. and I actually said um and Shane, my husband's gonna to listen to this podcast and probably, you know, maybe I should tell him before I release it. Um I was <laughs> I talking to my friend <laughs> I was talking to my friend the other day um and telling her an issue that I had and she said, Well, why haven't you told Shane? And I said, Well, because Shane often will just go into that how are we gonna fix it mode mm. when really I just need to say, Last weekend was shit house because of this, this, this and then we go, Oh, okay. And then we kind of, you know, move on, I vent, we talk about what the issue is and then, you know, move on to the next yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: and maybe how to deal with it next time without it letting it get to you in a, the same way it did. Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Look, I don't have any counselling background or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm in sales, you know what I mean? But yeah. the same things that, that, that ail you, ail me, and I'm sure ail countless other men in our city, in our state, in our country. And, and we,
0: like we don't right. need, you know, you mentioned you didn't have a counselling background. Or that, but that first step in terms of talking about things doesn't need to necessarily be to a professional. It could be, you know, you just need to chat to someone and your mm. mate happens to be the one that's online on Facebook Messenger at that time. And so you hit him up. And yeah. then, you know, getting that start could lead to um, further assistance, could lead to having the courage to take that next step into professional assistance Mm. and professional help. Mm. Okay. We might wrap this up. If there's somebody listening uh, to the podcast who is having a rough patch, uh, as we referred to it earlier, what would be one piece of advice that you would give them in terms of uh, taking that step um, to get either get out of the rough patch or work themselves into a better place?
1: Getting out of a rough patch isn't clean cut. It's not something that you can just say, well, if I carry out X, Y, and Z, I'll get to the goal, right? It's not a side quest in a, in a role-playing game. Yep. It's uh, <clears throat> it's a mindset. It's always remembering that that <sighs> it's always darkest right before the dawn sometimes just having that ability to know that this isn't going to last forever, that, that if you, if you, if you you really need to, to, to have something to work towards, then work towards it becoming better. I mean, mean, I'm talking in really ambiguous terminology.
0: Well, no, I think I, I understand what you're saying. And I think for me, that's kind of, um, I think about it, I, I do something similar in terms of when I'm in a rough patch um, and like when you're in that rough patch, it is hard to think clearly. You're, clou- you're clouded mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. whatever's going on. You're clouded by the mess of your own mind. Um, and so I, I often end up thinking, oh, this is happening again. But yeah. then that this is happening again leads me through many, many attempts and many many years of practice that this is happening again leads me to thinking I've gotten through this before so I will get through this again
1: and every time you get out of it and every time you get through it you get stronger and you get better at resolving the situation I'm telling you we've all had them I have them probably more often than I'd like to admit Mm. and because life isn't easy. It's plain and simple. And I don't wanna use the terminology but I'm gonna say it anyway, all right? Life can be shit wall to wall. Yeah. But it's the it's but it's but it's what it's what you do and how you do it that changes your experience from start to finish. Try you... not to get your your, your head bogged down in, into the what could be or yeah, what's happening
0: again. As you've said, we've all we've all had issues. We've all gone through similar things. And I think the success comes from how you approach that. We're not going yeah. to be able to do anything to stop the shit, um, yeah. but it's about how we deal with it, how we approach it um, and how we come through the other side. Um, and I think that, is a great way to end our chat
1: I think so too man
0: great excellent thanks for talking Anthony
1: it's quite alright mate thank you for uh, asking me
0: no problem um, all the best talk soon That is episode two, my chat with Anthony. I hope you enjoyed what we had to say there. Find out more about what we chatted about, leecolhayhow.com. Thank you again to Oddsocks Entertainment for their production assistance. You can find out about more of their work at oddsocksentertainment.com.au.